Welcome to Global Yardi. This podcast captures conversations on culture and sustainable living and connects people from all over the world. I am Dana Lynn, the Global Yardi and your host. Thanks for tuning in. Global Yardi. 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 Welcome everyone to Global Yadi. I am your host, Dana Lynn Swaby, and today's episode is extremely special. We are connecting the Caribbean with the rest of the world and we are doing it live. It is International Girls in ICT Day and we are celebrating the Caribbean community of tech girls. And that's why we are podcasting live from the Girls in ICT Day virtual event 2020, brought to you by the Caribbean Girls Hack and RSC Tech Club and other partners. No. International Girls in ICT Day. It's celebrated every fourth Thursday in April. And to date, over 377,000 girls and young women have attended over 11,000 celebrations of International Girls in ICT Day in 171 countries worldwide. So this is a very big deal. It's a very big event. And Global Yadi is extremely happy that we are joining the virtual realm and getting to extend our platform to share the amazing work that women and young girls in the Caribbean are doing as it relates to tech and upskilling in, in the world of digital. So we heard from the opening session earlier that the Americas is the only region where women engage digitally more than men. And I am quite led to believe that because when joining, we saw over 700 people online already. So 43 sessions will be happening throughout the day. So we wanna say kudos to, we wanna say kudos to all the young girls who have checked into the event and also special welcome to all the participants who are now in the Youth for Tech Now, Youth for Climate, Youth Tech for Climate Now segment with Global Yadi. So this is the first time that we are podcasting live. We have a live audience that are ready and waiting to engage with us. So we're happy for that. Now, just for the benefit of our listeners, Caribbean Girls Hack is an initiative of She Leads It or She Leads IT, a Caribbean non-governmental organization that are passionate about advancing women's economic empowerment with a specific focus on bridging the digital skills gender gap for young women in order to build a pipeline of Caribbean women that are equipped for the fourth industrial revolution. And they have created a dynamic program of activities. And even today, they also offer training in skills development, business planning, access to funding, and the identification of lucrative markets for products and services. So this is a very comprehensive offering from the organizers of, of this event right now. Now I wanna throw over to the interviewees that we have in today's session. I know I spoke earlier with Destiny Howell. Destiny, are you still here? Yes, hi, I'm still here. Hi, Destiny. Welcome to Global Yadi. And, and I also want to say welcome to the, to the audience, the live audience that we have and including our listeners who will be joining us much later. Destiny, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. What about you? I'm great, thank you. No, you attend the Dayton Griffith Secondary High School um, in Barbados. And from what I gather, you are no stranger as it relates to girls in tech. You've participated in the Caribbean Girls Hat before. Tell us what was your experience like? My experience was different, to be quite honest, because it was my first year taking part in something to do with girls in IT. So it was a lot different. 
my team, we attended so many different workshops. And as I keep saying, we will always tell the story that we, on the day of the hackathon, we were not prepared. <laughs> we literally created a tech solution that day of pitch and presented to the judges that evening. And we were not expecting to win. We actually thought we were going to come dead last. But okay. we, we managed to push through. Our tech solution is called Climate Earth. And our Climate Earth is inspired by climate change. Right, that's impressive. And um, I wanted to talk to you more on that because we recently learned that your team was actually, so despite not being prepared, you all emerged as victors because I heard that your team was in fact the winning team with the Climate Earth app. So talk to us about the app specifically. Uh, what challenges is it meant to solve and what was the process like putting that together? Okay, so as I just said earlier, our app is called Climate Earth and Climate Earth is basically made for children starting from four to basically 13 years old is to help them to understand climate change a lot more by just spinning a very realistic earth and tapping anywhere your fingertips go it will then zoom into that country's climate or that continent's climate showing what is currently going on we did a simulation of when we tapped on the screen and it zoomed into australia which was burning earlier up in the year and it showed you and our we have a main character called ollie and ollie will basically give you facts about that climate and what's going on in that claim he's going to tell you what's going on at the time what may have caused it the damages that are happening right now and he will even show you before and after pictures of what has been going on wow that it sounds really Sorry, that sounds really, really, really amazing. But what I want to find out, especially about your app, does it have any information that is specific or relevant to the Caribbean? Yes, it does. It actually has a, we actually have a page specially made that will showcase like the founders and creators of the app. And on that page, it also shows a way that is near to you in the Caribbean where you can donate to climate change causes. Oh, impressive. That, so in the Caribbean, we don't really, I would say, recycle as much. So it will have a donation page where you can give money to people that actually need it, that will help in that cause, whether it's with pollution, whether it's with saving animals, you name it. Bro, that, that definitely sounds impressive. And I, could, I can understand, not that there aren't equally impressive entries last year, but I could definitely understand why, uh, see how your team emerged victorious. Now I want to throw over to Sabrina, who is a junior at the Northern Caribbean University in Jamaica. Sabrina? Hi, I'm here. Hi, thanks for joining us, Sabrina. So uh, we just want to, to, to learn from you. Obviously, you're, you, are, you are actually pursuing computer science, so it's actually safe to say that you've made that decision to uh, advance this as a career. What made you love um, the world of IT and the world of ICT? And I mean, computer science is something that I was scared of. I don't know if any of my other audience members feel the same <laughs> way when we hear about computer science. So what made you decide to pursue this career or this path? Well, Actually, whenever I answer that question, I always tell people that I had no intentions of studying IT in university. <clears throat> so I applied to do psychology and mass communication and like people always ask me, why are you doing that? And I couldn't give them a solid response. And so the day before orientation, I, you know, took a step back and I did an introspection and I thought, you know, what am I 
what what do I like to do? What did I like in high school? Because I, I, I applied to university straight out of high school. So I had no sixth form, no college level before that. And so I thought back to high school and I realized that IT was my favorite subject. I loved the coding where I was able to just put in words and then something would actually happen. I'm able to see something being done on the screen. And I recognized that, you know, the world was in a state where we're evolving to technology everywhere. And so I realized that if I didn't choose IT, then I would be, I would be damaging my future for lack of a better um, explanation. I, I just recognized that IT was where I needed to be and it was the best decision of my life because I've been, I've been exposed to so many things um, going to NTU and um, a bunch of opportunities that have given me light on where IT is and what we need to be doing as women in IT. Wow, that's very encouraging. So, um, and especially ending on your last last note and you're saying, you know, you, IT, you, you absolutely love it. So when you think about international girls in ICT day, when you think about Caribbean women, what does it really mean for you to be celebrating this event and to be in a space where you can celebrate this event with other women? Well, I feel amazing to be able to call myself a woman in tech because I've recognized that women make up 50% of the population, yet in the technological sphere, we're a mere 25% or less. And so having a day where we get to celebrate women who are thriving in tech and to encourage young girls and even older girls to get involved in tech, I have to say I have done things in tech to inspire other females. And I want to just use my experiences to advocate for the role of women in tech. Um, thank you so much for, for your contribution, uh, Sabrina. Uh, just checking if Danielle is in the room. I see Melanie raising her hand. I'm not sure she wants to make a contribution. But just to throw it out, whether to Destiny, to Sabrina, if anybody wants to have a go at it in the chat or to, to raise their hands as well, what, how important are digital skills for the Caribbean? We know that we are basically in the fourth industrial revolution and there is so much emphasis on the digital skills. Think about COVID-19, the COVID pandemic right now and what it means for digital connectivity and what it means for the Caribbean. What are your thoughts around that? I'm, I'm glad you mentioned um, COVID because I was thinking about responding by saying we, as the Caribbean, need to recognize the immense role that technology has in disaster risk management. And so the fact of the matter is that disasters are natural, hurricanes are natural, you know, pandemics, they're not, they, while they're naturally caused, the spreading and the containing and the, you know, reacting can be managed better with technology. Um, I've presented, I've had the opportunity to go to a conference in St. Martin because of Caribbean Girls Hack, where I presented my solution for, well, my team solution for climate change, um, Derco. And I, through that experience, the research that we put in to, to you're not hearing me? Yes, I'm hearing you. Oh, okay, I saw a chat that there wasn't, they weren't hearing. Um, so through that experience where we had to put in a lot of research, I recognize that technology has a major role to play in how we as small island developing states manage and mitigate against 
disasters, how we use technology to our, our advantage to recognize that, hey, if this happens, we could use this to combat the effects that we have. You know, we have, we are exposed to these, these environmental factors and as small islands, we, we might not be able to, you know, pull together a bunch of monetary resources. And so if we have the technology here and we know how to use it, then we'll be better able to combat and mitigate these disasters. Okay. That's what I Thank think. I definitely agree with you. Uh, just because I have to be monitoring the situation. So just to recap what the segment is about, I want to say welcome to some of the audience members that have just joined. So we have no yeah. up to 42 participants in our live live chat. So just to let you know, we are inside the Youth Tech for Climate Now segment, and we are speaking to young girls from Jamaica and Barbados. We're still checking if Daniel from Jamaica has joined us and but we want to give you an opportunity as well those of you who are a part of the live audience if you have any questions if you have any contributions because we want to we want to zero in on how we can use technology to address climate challenges whether it is in awareness and think about what's happening in in I want to hear your experience think about what's happening now I know even in Jamaica for example because that's where I'm from uh, we recently had challenges, of course, uh, with COVID because you all would know that the tourism industry plays a significant role within the Caribbean economies. And with the borders being closed, it means that we don't have any visitors coming in. Hotels have closed. And think about the, the farmers and the, and the small scale producers who supply goods and produce to the hotel industry. They don't have the large market to move um, that, that produce into. So what's happening, there's a lot of glut in the market. You have small farmers who don't have anywhere to store their produce and there's a lot of spoilage. So I wanna hear the thoughts from the panel and also from members of the audience if you want to contribute. What are some of the ways that you think technology can solve some of these challenges? Well, one, one thing I noticed was that since this COVID-19 thing, a lot of things have been moving to online, where it's helping people not to actually leave their house and right. go and spread the virus. And I think that's another way technology can be used. People are doing things like curbside pickup, where you just drive and scan a barcode, and that's another way of technology. And I think after this whole thing, it will change drastically and it will not go back to normal. I think now people will realize that it's easier to use technology than to actually manually do something. In right. terms of the farmers and stuff, I am not quite I'm not quite familiar with that issue, but I see what it is with that they don't have a lot of places to store. And also, when people are shopping, they're ordering their stuff online, and then they are either getting it delivered or they are, as I just said, picking it up. So I think this technology, I think technology was, I should say, created at the correct time because I don't know if we, if we didn't have it, I don't know what we would do at this point in time. We probably <laughs> would spread the virus a lot more and it would probably be a lot worse because people have to go and get their things. So I think that this will make it way easier now. It will change everything drastically, but I just, I'm not sure if now it will put more pressure 
on people that are in the IT world or in technology world because they have to constantly keep these servers up and running. But it will also create multiple jobs, not only for men, but also for women in IT. So I think that that's the good thing about it now. And another thing is that people can manually work from home. Yes. So they, we don't actually have to, like if we were in a workplace, you can manually, you can see who is female and who is male. When you're working from home, that doesn't matter. What matters is that you get the job done. And I think that that's really, really good. It's, can, it's basically canceling all bias. Because you don't know if the server is a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter. Once the work is done. Right. That That's a very important point. So even, you know, that's reducing the digital skills gender gap allows you to actually reduce the gender gap in, in, in that way as, as well as the release opportunities. Um, I just want to say welcome. I, I see some persons, Rochelle in the audience saying she's from Trinidad and Anisha. So I want to say welcome. Thanks for having the Trinidadians in the room. We were supposed to have a panelist from two high schools from Trinidad. So I don't know if you want to jump onto the discussion and to weigh in on anything. If persons are not sure, if you look down below to the taskbar, the bottom of your screen, you will, able, you will be able to see where you can indicate to chat to raise your hand. So and I'd, I'd, I'd prefer if you raise your hand to indicate uh, that you want to contribute to the discussion and then you can unmute your mic so that we could have greater coordination. I know we started a little late, but we may have to wind down a little bit soon, but I want to give everybody an opportunity, other people an opportunity, if you'd like to share with our panelists. Hi, Raina from Trinidad, and Kay from St. Lucia, uh, Karishma from Trinidad as well, and Kayla from Tobago. Thank you all for, for, for jumping in. Thank you all for jumping in on the chat. And so if you're just joining us again, we are in the Youth Tech for Climate Now segment, and we're talking about how young people, young girls, young women, and I think I saw a male in the room or more. So youth, let me just say youth, how we can use digital skills to contribute to climate change, to contribute to the climate discussion. And I, I want some of us to share some of our realities as well, because even though you want to start with your country, it's all about how you can help your other neighbors. And, and to be aware of the realities that are there. So hi from Trinidad, Reina and Tiana and Michaela from St. Lucia, thank you for joining. So I, I wanna also ask, we, we spoke about some of the issues that you are addressing. Um, Destiny shared that she is using, or that she was a part of the winning team that created an app, Earth app, did I get that right? Climate Earth, sorry, Climate Earth, and that is helping to spread awareness of climate change. But one of the questions that I want to also ask uh, on the issue of inclusivity as well, and speaking about digital skills, how is it that we can also ensure that we are being very inclusive, even though the situation like the COVID pandemic has altered how we engage and communicate? There are still people are part of our community, special needs community. Some of them, they are deaf. Some people, they are blind, and there are other, and there are also other um, challenges that the, the community will face. How is it that we go forward and think about how we use technology in this setting to create more inclusivity? So my, the, when we entered the Kevin Girls Hack last year, 2019, that's the NCU team, 
we put second with our solution, DERCO, D-E-R-C-O-O, Detect, Educate, Reward, Carbon Dioxide. So the main idea of it is to detect um, excess carbon dioxide in an environment and then send an alert to the user and then whilst educating and rewarding the users. So while we were developing that, we thought about inclusivity. We thought about how do we make this app more marketable for people with um, disabilities. And so we included a chatbot in our, in our solution. So you were able to talk back and ask your questions. Hey, Jericho, what is climate change? How can I help to combat climate change? And so it, it wasn't geared to just those who were able to see and those who were able to hear, you know, far end of the spectrum. But the, the chatbot was able to, to kind of set, set a bridge to, to yeah. include those who are disabled in terms of, you know, seeing. So you'd be able to hear and speak to the application. Well, that, that's impressive and, and definitely the kind of situation that we that we want to see. Um, I, I want to shout out, of course, because people are commenting in the chat. Melanie from St. Vincent. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. And Soraya from Trinidad. Thank you for joining us. Now, we're going to be winding down because we have a next session that is supposed to start immediately after this. It's still similar. We're now we'll be discussing not just with climate change, but youth and using digital skills for social impact and sustainability. So you're, you can feel free to join that conversation. If you go back to the main website and click on the schedule, you see the second Zoom link that will take you to that room. So in, in winding down, uh, in winding down, I, I just want to still, if anyone has a question from the audience, we'd love to take it. But I want to ask my, my two panelists, what are, what, as a, as a young person, what kind of encouragement would you give to other girls, especially now we're looking at girls in ICT? One encouragement I would give to girls is remember, just like everybody else, you can do it. It does not matter. Forget all about your race, your gender, your age, forget all about it and just know that anything is possible once you put your mind to the task. Thank you. Thank you, Destiny. Sabrina, I want to modify the question for you because you study computer science and I, I heard you and I remember, I don't know if as, as Caribbean national, some of you listening, if you'd had this experience where in high school, sometimes they separate you into two pools of information technology classes, general IT, technical IT. Uh, technical IT, it more covers spans the usage of the computers that relates to Microsoft Office Suite and all the other basic functions that you'll able to be to perform. General IT does that as well, but it, it focuses on coding. I didn't know it was coding at the time, but I was like, you know what, this is just not for me. What so a lot of times when we talk about ICT and tech, people have this blockage in their mind to think it's all hard and you know, maybe it's not for me. What do you have to say to those people who there's still a fear uh, as, it, as it stems from using and engaging with information technology? What is your encouragement for people like that, Sabrina? All right. So my encouragement is go for it. Really and truly, a lot of people look at IT as something that's extremely hard and, you know, it's only for a selected set of people. But I completely disagree with that, simply because IT or information and communications technology is all around us. 
there are different avenues for people to get involved in different things that you know you could be passionate about and you really didn't think about it as being IT. If you're into social media, that's IT. If you're into radio and TV, that's IT. If you're into um, what else? Math. There's some parts of math that is included in IT, and you know you might think, hey, I like math, but I don't like the coding of it. Yeah. You can still be able to get involved and tune into your abilities and just be yourself in IT without it having to be the coding. You know, I I I like coding, but I've started to gravitate from it and go to more software testing. So you design the application and I'll test it to see if it works. And so, you know, there are different opportunities for people who have different passions outside of coding. And it's okay. I suggest just go for it. Find something you like and I can guarantee you that it can be linked to IT and you can be amazing in it and you can be a woman in tech. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm listening. Thank you so much for that for that encouragement, Sabrina. I was like, why weren't you my schoolmate when I was in high school? Because now I wish I did it. Then I realize it's not for me. But I'm, I'm going to take it up. Video editing is something that I kind of shy away from, but I'm good at amateur video. So even that plus more, I'm definitely going for it. So thank you so much, Sabrina and Destiny. And if you're just joining us, we are basically wrapping up the Youth Tech for Climate Now segment. I want to say thank you to everyone, all our live participants who joined. Uh, we, we are very appreciative of having you. And we hope that, of course, that you'll continue to engage and you've taken so much away from our interviewees. Sabrina Atkinson, who is studying computer science at the Northern Caribbean University in Jamaica, and Destiny Howell, who is... Uh, attending the Dayton Griffith Secondary School in Barbados and she was also a part of the winning hackathon hackathon team at last year's Caribbean Girls Hack yeah Caribbean Girls Hackathon yes and she and her team members created the Climate Earth app which is geared towards promoting awareness of climate change congratulations ladies and well done and I want to encourage you all not just our panelists but everyone in this room everyone who's listening to do what you can in boosting your skills and also explore how you can use your tech talent to make this world a better place thank you for joining my name is Dana Lynn Swaby the host of Global Yadi podcast Feel free to follow Global Yadi at Global Yadi on Instagram and Twitter, globalyadi.com. Thank you. And you can go back to the main. Thank you so much for joining. Bye.